Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Pet Milk Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The first evaporated milk, Pet Milk, presents Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, Jess Kirkpatrick, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Keith Fowler and directed by Max Hutto with music by the King's Man and Billy Mills Orchestra. There are times when nothing is quite so satisfying as a good cup of coffee. And if you're in the habit of creaming your coffee, pet milk is for you. You see, pet evaporated milk, unlike ordinary milk, is just the right consistency for coffee because it's concentrated to double richness. Yes, pet milk is actually twice as rich as ordinary bottled milk. That's because pet milk is good, sweet country milk with nothing, nothing but water taken out. In fact, more than half the water is taken out of the rich country milk to make pet evaporated milk. So you can see why pet milk is so right for you if you're a coffee drinker who customarily reaches for the cream. And for the same amount of money you ordinarily spend for coffee cream, you can get more than twice as much pet milk. So your money goes twice as far. And your coffee is creamy colored, mellow, satisfying when you use pet milk. Try it, won't you? I'm sure you'll like it. Get several cans of pet milk at your grocer's tomorrow. Did you ever try making a braided rug? It's a lot of work, isn't it? Your husband is busy tearing old blankets and things into strips. You're busy hemming them on the machine. And you're both busy braiding them into a rug. But all sorts of little things go wrong, like... Ah, dead rabbit! Hey, Molly, unbraid this strip, will you? What's the matter, McGee? Well, I got my necktie braided into it. Come on, loosen it up, quick. Oh, dear. Now, this sort of thing has been going on for weeks at the home of Fibber McGee and Molly. There, now, take the necktie off, McGee, before you strangle yourself. Yeah. Ooh. You don't need a necktie with a sweatshirt anyhow. Oh, <laughs> well, my neck was cold. It's okay now, though. Hand me some more strips of blanket off the buffet there, will you, kiddo? Thanks. You know, I'm delighted with the way this rug is turning out, dearie. Yeah, me too. 
It's going to make a wonderful gift. Ah, terrific, kiddo. I can hardly wait to see the look on them brother Elks of mine's mugs when we present this thing to the Elks Club. (laughs) Why, their eyes will pop out like speed cops out of a tall hedge. (laughs) Oh, it'll be a big surprise. How how long have we been working on this rug, anyhow? You know? Oh, since way before Christmas. Oh? It's funny we never happened to work on it on a Tuesday before, ain't it? No, we've always had something else to do on Tuesdays up to now. Yeah, seems as how. <laughs> Besides, we wanted to keep it a secret. Well, we have kept it a secret, too. Hey, is this all the material we got left? That's it. That's all. Every old blanket and old piece of clothing in the house is braided into this rug. Boy. So what do we do now? Oh, I already got the wheels turning, Tootsie. I phoned the trivia's office this morning. McGee, you didn't tell the mayor we were making a rug. Relax. I told nobody nothing. I merely left word we could use any old blankets and stuff he didn't need. Come on, let's go on in the living room and relax a while, huh? You'd better take one of these dining room chairs with you, then. Huh? There's nothing to sit on in there. Oh? I finally got those cleaners to come and pick up the overstuffed furniture this morning. Oh. Be back Friday. Well, that's good. It's about time they come after that. Uh Uh-oh. Who's that? Come on, in the living room, quick. Shut the dining room door. There. Come in. Good morning, Molly. Hello, McGee. Well, if it ain't his slightly tarnished honor himself. (laughs) Hi, Latrivia. You come in, Mr. Mayor. Thank you. My secretary said you called this morning, McGee. She gave me a garbled message about you being in need of... of, Where... uh, Where's your furniture? Well, I'm sorry we haven't a comfortable chair for you, Mr. Mayor. Yeah, they come and took the furniture just a while ago, (laughs) Latrivia. Sit on the coffee table there, boy. They took your furniture? Yes. We've been expecting them to pick it up for several days. Well, never mind that, Molly. Look, Latrivia, the reason I phoned you today is if you got any old blankets you ain't using, Molly and I'll take them. <laughs> that is, if you'll send them over. Bl- blankets? Old clothes, too, Mr. Mayor. Woolen things. Yeah. My word. <laughs> I, I, I had no idea you needed anything, McGee. I was Well, it's something pre- we don't want to talk about, Mr. Mayor. Well, don't worry. I know exactly how you feel, Molly. <laughs> Good heavens, I didn't... Well, how long has this thing been going on? Oh, for several weeks, Latrivia. We've been getting along all right, though, without any help at all. Till today. <laughs> yes, we finally just ran completely out of everything today, Mr. Mayor. Yeah. We hated to ask you. Gad, what courage. (laughs) Well, don't you worry. With that magnificent spirit, everything will work out fine. I shall be proud to help. Well, thanks, Homer. Now, about, um... Uh, uh, money. Do you... Uh... Oh, ho, ho, now, we didn't expect to pay you for them, Mr. Mayor. <laughs> My gosh, if you're going to charge us money for a bunch of old blankets, just for... Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. No, I didn't mean that at all. I, I... Well, how about your bills? Huh? Your, your utility bills? Lights and gas? Uh, are they badly in arrears? Or... Oh, now, just a darn minute, Buster. <laughs> That's getting pretty dad-ratted personal. Yes, it really is, Mr. Mayor. We are expecting the man from the light company, but... But that's our business. If I'm going to have to explain to you oh, all Oh, just about a minute, it... dearie, just a minute. This may be the light man. Come in. Nope. 
It's the heavy man. <laughs> Hi, Fatso. Hello, Dr. Gamble. Hi, Molly. Hello, Short Squirt. Morning, Latrivia. Glad you're here, Doctor. Uh, sorry we can't offer you a comfortable chair, Doctor, but... Uh, they, uh... Um, their living room furniture is garden, Doctor. Oh? It'll be a little unhandy for a few days, but we'll get used to it. Yeah, I'm glad you stopped by anyhow, Doc. You got any old blankets you ain't using? Blankets? What do you want with a blanket? Uh, uh, doctor, let us not pry into the problems of our friends. Oh. No. If you want to be stingy, stingy, be stingy. But don't be go prying into our... Oh, now, McGee. <laughs> Go get some chairs out of the dining room for the boys. No, no, no. Don't open the dining room. Get them out of the kitchen. Well, I'll get one. And they can sit on each other's lap. I'll go with you. Oh. I've got some beans cooking out there. If you boys will excuse me. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Beans. Probably the last bite in the house. Huh? And what goes on here, Latrivia? Where's their furniture? Where do you think? Molly simply said... They came and took it today. What? Why, you don't mean... You heard that brave little woman say, don't open the dining room just now? Oh. It's probably empty, too. Great Scott. Don't tell me the boy is that badly off. Blankets, he said he needed. You don't suppose... Why, certainly. You know he buys everything on time. <laughs> Predators probably stripped the blankets right off their beds. No. And in this weather... Oh, let's see who that is. Another creditor, no doubt. Yes, you wish to see someone? Yeah. You Fibber McGee? Huh? Great Scott, no. <laughs> well, are you McGee then? Me? Good heavens, no. What do you want to see him about? Light bill. I got orders to collect it today or else. I'll pay it. How much? No, I'll get it. How much? Four eighty. And don't fight, fellas, because here, here, wait. Here's two dollars. Three. Uh, yes, yes. Here's the rest of it. There. There you are. Oh, well. Here's your receipt. Doggone and I never get to turn them off. Ten years I've been trying to cut off his license. He always crosses me up. I never get to turn them off. <laughs> oh. This is murder, Latrivia. These poor kids. We won't let them down, Doctor. Oh. By George. Well, here's a chair for you guys to fight over, and what are you muttering about? Speak up. Look, look, my boy, about those blankets and things. Oh, yes. Do you have some, Mr. Mayor? I not only have some extra blankets, I have a couple of suits that I never wear. I'll send them over. Now, I can find a few things for you, too, McGee. Don't worry, son. You've got friends. <laughs> Come on, Latrivia. Yes. True friends. See you later. Aren't they sweet, McGee? <laughs> well, I'll let you know when I see what they send us, kiddo. <laughs> Boy, when we get that rug finished, we'll have a surprise for them milks that'll be the greatest... <laughs> Billy Mills in the orchestra, and any time...
we're sailing now, Molly. Yes, we sure are. This stuff Latrivia sent over is wonderful, you know it. Look at that blue serge suit. Boy, it ain't even shiny. Looks like new. Yeah. And those blankets. Look, they've still got the price tags on them. (laughs) They'll make a heck of a fine rug, boy. Uh Uh-oh, come on, in the living room, quick. Shut the dining room door. Come in. Hello, Molly. Hello, pal. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hi, Junior. Pull up a coffee table and sit down on it. I'd offer you a chair, but... No, no, no. I know. I know, pal. I know all about it. Huh? I just left Doc Gamble and the mayor. How are you kids fixed for pet milk? (laughs) Gosh, for once he comes right to the point. Yes, we're fixed fine, Mr. Wilcox. Thank you. Yeah, how are you fixed for pet, Junior? Me? Well, naturally, I always... You may not know this, son, but the first step to good health is plenty of good nourishing food. Well, of course, I was just going to say... And your favorite family dishes are always more nourishing when you prepare them with pet milk. Yeah, but... Don't forget them words, Junior. Forget them? Why, pal, I came by... Oh, in those recipes. (laughs) Did you know, Mr. Wilcox, that on every tall can of pet milk, there's a wonderful recipe for a delicious dish that can be made with that can of pet milk? Yes, Yes, but I'm supposed to... Husband-tested recipe, Junior. Husband-tested. Every one of them recipes has been tried and approved by hundreds of hungry husbands. Yeah, but what's that got to do with... (laughs) Boy, when you've got a row of tall cans of pet on the shelf, you've got an open cookbook looking right at you. Hey, an open cookbook. Hey, that's swell. Oh, and wait till you taste those dishes, Mr. Wilcox. Mouth-watering custard. Ah. Delicious meat dishes. Mm. Puddings and pies made doubly rich and delicious because they're made with pet milk. Yes. Made from the recipes on the tall cans. Wow. Where can I get some? Quick. Where, where, where? Tell me. Where can I buy some of that wonderful stuff? At your food, at your favorite food store. your favorite food store, and I'll hold the door open for you. See, thanks, kids. Goodbye, now. <laughs> well, come on, kiddo. Let's get to work on the stuff that Mort Toops brought over this morning. Oh, did Mort Toops bring something? Yep, blanket and a couple of suits. Paid me a nice compliment, too. Oh, really? Yeah, just for nothing. He said he wouldn't be surprised if I turned out to be the best-dressed guy in town. Well, now, isn't that yeah. nice? Honestly, people are so sweet to us. Come in. Oh, it's Mr. Wimple. Hello, folks. Well, hi, Wimp. Pull up a coffee table and sit down on it, boy. You know, we haven't seen you for weeks, Mr. Wimple. Been busy? Well, no, Mrs. McGee. I've been confined to quarters. Oh, what for, Wimp? Well, Sweetie Face and I... Sweetie Face? You mean... Yes, my big old wife. (laughs) Sweetie Face and I were out for a walk in the woods a few weeks ago with my bird book, and the most wonderful thing happened. She stepped in a bear trap? (laughs) Not that wonderful, Mr. McGee. Oh, no, we were walking along, and all at once I saw a baby robin hopping along the ground. I ran and caught it. Oh, a baby robin. Oh. Yes. And right away, Sweetie Face wanted to hold it, but I said no. No. Yes. Well, we argued back and forth like fury for, oh, about two and a half seconds. <laughs> and finally she said, Wallace, give me the bird. <laughs> oh, did I give it to her? <laughs> 
Oh, my goodness. Then what? Well, when I recovered consciousness the following Thursday, <laughs> I was locked in my room, and I just got out today. My gosh. Solitary, eh? What'd you do all the time, sleep? No, I worked, Mr. McGee. Oh? I wrote a Valentine's Day poem. Oh, I nearly forgot that's day after tomorrow, isn't it? Yes, indeedy. Would you like to hear the poem? I call it, To Sweetie Face, My Valentine. How sweet. Read it to us, huh? All right. <clears throat> to Sweetie Face, My Valentine. As we go strolling down the street, the town seems full of girls. Girls in furs and girls in lace and girls with golden curls. But, sweetie face, my valentine, I've only eyes for you. Please take your knuckles out of them. They're turning black and blue. <laughs> Isn't he sentimental, McGee? Yeah. Drippy as an old faucet. Well, come on back in the dining room. Boy, we got enough stuff here to braid a tent. Look at it. You think we'll get finished with this rug tonight? Oh, never. No, no. I've got to start dinner in a few minutes. Man, these flannel slacks of the trivies are sure tough. There. Boy. Won't them elks be tickled when they see what we've been doing? Oh, heavenly days. Grand Central Station. Back in the living room, quick. Close the dining room door. Come in. Oh, hi, tallow bucket. <laughs> you back? Yes. Now, look, McGee, can you use a heavy overcoat? Here, help me take it off. Overcoat? Why, sure, Doc, but gee whiz, that's the coat you're wearing, boy. I I've hated it since the day I bought it, oh? last spring. Wrong shade of black for me, anyhow. <laughs> Here, take it. Okay. My goodness, well, that'll help all right, but you're sure you don't want to take, take it? Take it, take it. i got to run now. Don't you worry about a thing, kids. Well, isn't that a beautiful coat? Boy, oh boy, look at it. Must be half an acre of wool in it. <laughs> isn't it wonderful the way everybody's bringing the stuff for this braided rug, though? They don't ask questions or anything. Yeah, you know, it's swell. It just goes to show, Molly, the good one does just sort of piles up on one. Yes, <laughs> It makes you feel all nice and warm inside, doesn't it? Mm. I'll say it does. Hand me Doc's overcoat. And that butcher knife. I'll make a rug for them guys at that Oats Club that they'll cherry. The King's Men and Undecided. Why don't you make up your mind? Stop beating around the bush. Oh, first you say you do, and then you don't. Then you say you will, and then you won't. You're undecided now, so what are you gonna do? Now you want to play, and then it's no. When you say you'll stay, that's when you go. You're undecided now, so what are you gonna do? You've been sitting on the fence just to keep me in suspense But it doesn't make much sense, and you know it Well, I guess I'll never learn, for you promise to return When you don't, I really work, and I show it If you got a heart, and if you're kind 
Don't keep us apart, make up your mind. You're undecided now, so what are you gonna do? First you say you do, and then you don't. Then you say you will, and then you won't. Undecided, what are you gonna do? Get off the dime, stop straddling the fence. Can't stand the suspense. It doesn't make sense, and you know it. Pour me another cup of coffee, Molly, and let's get back to work on that rug. Well, I believe we can finish it today all right, sweetheart. Hope so. How'd you sleep last night, anyhow? Oh, awful. I was not only braiding rugs all night, but I had a horrible... Come in. Well, hello, missus. Hello, McGee. Good morning, Ollie. Oh, hi, Ollie. Hey, look, do me a favor, will you? Well, that's what I came by for, McGee, to see if I can help. Well, you can. Call a special meeting for tonight at the Elks Club, boy, 8 o'clock. Get all the guys down there for sure. We have a big surprise for all the members, Ollie. Yeah. Well, I, I see what I can do, missus. And, McGee, I was talking to my cousin Jorgensen last night. Yeah? He runs big building at 14th and Oak. Yeah, I know. Well, he needs a fella to run elevator next week, and I, I can get the job for you. <laughs> Me? Sure, you could handle it, McGee. Huh? You just push a ladder knob one way to go up and the other way to go down. That's very simple. That don't go sideways, you know. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, Ole. I'd like to help your cousin out, but uh, I wouldn't be interested in that kind of money, naturally. <laughs> well, excuse me, Mr. Rockefeller. I, I got the wrong fella, I guess. Yeah. Well, you better get busy and organize that meeting for tonight, 8 o'clock. I want everybody there because what you got in the bundle? This is just a nice warm sweater that my missus make for me, McGee. Oh. You'd think maybe you could use it, so I was going to give it to you. Well, what a nice thought. But a fella that don't need a job don't need a sweater. I keep it so long. <laughs> ah, what a joyful scene that'll be tonight. They'll probably want to ride us around town on their shoulders, Molly. Well, come on, Tootsie. Back to work. Anyhow, thought he was supposed to be here at the Elks Club at eight o'clock. He's big surprise for us. He said, "I don't." Yeah, them was his words, Mayor. Maybe he's going to jump off the roof. Anybody look on the roof? <laughs> he probably wants us to run a benefit for him. Give us two percent or something. Well, gee, I sent him over a case of pet milk. What more could he want? Well, I took him a blanket and he bummed a cigar. How about you, old timer? I had a very fine day myself. Didn't go near him. Been meaning to do that more often. <laughs> Well, let's not be too rough on McGee, boys. He's just down on his luck a little. Could happen to any of us. That's true, Mayor. He's not a bad little guy. Of course not. I'll say one thing for McGee. That boy's got a heart. It's about the size of an acorn. <laughs> yeah, a salted peanut. <laughs> well, if I may say a word, 
I think Mr. McGee has done many wonderful things. I can't think of any right now, but I'm sure. Oh, now, let's all be nice to him, fellas. But if he's got some kind of a big deal up his sleeve, something he wants us to invest in. Well, we seem to be in agreement on uh, that. Here they come, fellas, right? both of them, coming up the street. He's got something over his shoulder. Over his shoulder? All wrapped up, Doc. Looks like a towel fella wrapped up in brown paper. Must be seven foot tall. Probably a basketball player because all them basketball players... Okay, fellas. Okay, here we are. Well, here we are like I promised. Hello, everybody. Ah, there. Fellow Elks, my good friends, I and Molly stand before you tonight with a little token nine feet long of our esteem. (laughs) What is it? What is it? Come on. Just my little way of showing how much I love my fellow Elks. I and Molly started making this weeks ago. When we run out of material, all you swell guys come to the rescue. Unwrap it, Molly. There it is. Well, good gracious, it looks like a rug. Rug? Well, that's a very nice rug, but I... My goodness, a crocheted rug. (laughs) Braided. Goes right here in the lobby of the club for everybody to see. Because all you guys have got a piece of this beautiful creation. That's right. That's right. Look, LaTrivia, them blankets of yours are right in there. My, my, my... Yeah. There's your flannel slacks next to them. And that blue strip there is your blue serge suit, boy. My blue serge suit? I never even wore it. I never wore it. (laughs) And that dark border there. That dark border that looks so pretty around the edge. That's your overcoat, Docky, old man. Oh, 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 And this is the electric blanket more Toop sent over. I had a time getting the wires out of it, but I done her. It's a lot of work, but you boys deserve it. And I want to say right now... River and Molly return in a moment. Next week is National Cherry Week, and if cherry pie is one of your family's favorite desserts, you'll certainly want Pet Milk's special recipe for cherry cream pie. Never was there a cream pie that looked so inviting. You'll say so, too, when you cut through the cloud of meringue, through the creamy, smooth, custard filling dotted with cherries, through the tender, flaky crust. And when you taste it, You'll know why this cherry cream pie is the one husbands say is the best they've ever eaten. It's pet evaporated milk that makes the delicious difference. Pet evaporated milk that gives that cream filling its creamy smoothness, its unequaled goodness. For pet milk, unlike ordinary bottled milk, is a concentrated form of good, sweet country milk. Concentrated by evaporation, which takes out more than half the water, but leaves all the natural goodness and richness. The Pet Milk Recipe of the Month for Cherry Cream Pie is being featured right now in grocery stores from coast to coast. Get the recipe tomorrow and treat your family to Cherry Cream Pie made the easy, delicious Pet Milk way. They'll love it. Well, that was quite an experience, dearie. Yep, a lot of work, but it was sure worth it. 
Boy, I'll never forget that scene down at that Elks Club as long as I live. Pretty emotional, all right. Yeah, and look at this telegram that just come for me from all the guys down there. It says, to show how we feel about you, want you to meet us tomorrow for a big luncheon. Luncheon? That's what it says. L-Y-N-C-H-I-N. Luncheon. <laughs> Don't go. Okay. Good night. Good night, Al. The first evaporated milk, pet milk, brings you Phil McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? What can cause a seemingly happy marriage to fail? What happens to make a man lose interest in his wife? Well, you'll hear one answer to that question in the story of the week, Marriage in Danger, featured on Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor program next Saturday morning. In addition to this dramatic story, you'll hear the helpful Pet Milk recipe of the week for a one-dish meal rated tops with husbands. Mary Lee Taylor's new easy recipe for pork chops with vegetable gravy. Don't miss this double-feature program for entertainment and helpful cooking information. Tune to NBC next Saturday morning for Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor. Now, Eddie Cantor's show business show on NBC. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.